One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com/people today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Hello and welcome to the Carl Hutchinson Podcast. I'm your host, Carl Hutchinson. How are you doing? Hope you're hope you're doing well. It's the 9th of January. We're well into the swing of 2024 now. Thank for, I mean, we're out of that that quagmire period in between Christmas and New Year. I know last week was the 3rd of January, but you know, you're still you're still on New Year's Day fever at that point, aren't you? I hate that period in between Christmas and New Year when nobody knows what day it is and nobody knows what's going on. Not because of that, not because you don't know what day it is and nobody knows what goes on, but because people won't fucking shut up saying that, will they? They'll just, every, everywhere you go, everyone you speak to in between the 25th and the 31st, they're just, oh, you don't know, you don't know what day it is, do you? Hey, you don't know what's happening. I don't know if I'm coming or going. I don't know if I'm up or... Shut up, man, will you? It's a week. You've spent two months going, I can't wait to be off work for Christmas. I can't wait. I can't wait for Christmas. I can't wait for Christmas and New Year. And you finally get your, your fucking week off. And people just, oh, you don't know what day it is. I don't know. I don't know where I am. I don't know what. I don't know what to eat. <laughs> I don't know what to eat. What should I have for breakfast? I'll have a cheese board for breakfast. Why? Because it's the 28th of December and the rules don't apply. I'll have a cheese board every day, me. Like I had a, right. I didn't have a cheese board over Christmas actually because I just forgot. Well, because I didn't know what day it was. So therefore, you know, I didn't know. I didn't know where the fridge was in my own house. I didn't know where the kitchen. I didn't even. You know what? Me, me, my brain was so discombobulated between the days of the twenty fifth of December and the thirty first of January. I didn't even know what cheese was. You know, I didn't. I did. I couldn't even have a cheese board because I couldn't. I couldn't tell you what cheese was. I didn't. I didn't know which way. Which way was up. Which way was down. <laughs> so I was making a jalfrezi last night, and this is how much of a greedy bastard I am. I need to go for a run after this podcast because I've. Like, my Christmas has just been a big, extended kablamo. My Christmas started the day after I filmed the Tyne Theatre show back in November. Uh, as I speak, I'm going to be going in. We're going to be sorting the sound out for that as well. So we've got the sound studio booked in Biker. More on that to come. It's going to be getting released soon, I hope, actually. But yeah, my... Well, in fact, I say my 
Christmas started the day after, didn't it? It started about 30 seconds after I got off stage at the Tyne Theatre on the 25th of November. There was there was a margarita pizza waiting for us, like I'm like in the in the dressing room, like I'm fucking <laughs> Kevin McAllister in Home Alone 2, just a, <laughs> an extra large pizza just for you. And then that guy who's the driver who looks like Robbie Coltrane just gives that... He's got the best smile in Home Alone 2, hasn't he? He just gives that like... Do you know, like, when people smile, but that it's actually, like, a downward smile. He just, like, does the downward smile and nods his head right next to Tim Curry. Goes, an extra cheese, an extra cheat, and an extra cheese. Extra large pizza just for you. And then the guy goes, like, mm-hmm. Like, yeah, that's right. And then he takes him off to Duncan's toy chest, doesn't he? Hey, Home Alone 2 is, like, I think I think Home Alone 2 is the best Christmas film ever. But I think The reason why I think it's better than Home Alone 1 is because you already know all the characters... You know exactly what's going on. You know where the story... It, it's very... Like, watching it back, you don't realise how much of, of, like, a wink and a nod it, it all gives to you. You know, that, that bit when Kevin's at the airport in New York and she goes, like, do you want us to call somebody, sir? And go, that's New York, sir. And and he's going, like, wow. And then it's that moment where he just goes, I'll be fine. It's just that lovely little... You know, the, the, the director's little nod to you, like, we know exactly which direction this is going. You know he's going to be fine. It's going to be great. Sit back and enjoy. And the violence as well. Honestly, the I'm looking forward to seeing what Lily thinks of it um, when she's old enough to watch it, which I guess in today's standard is probably, probably an 18, isn't it? With the, the, way, the way, you know, Brandon irons and, and fire and gasoline and everything. But the, the violence is just upped as well in Home Alone 2, isn't it? It's just, it's a lot more cartoon violence to the point where... You know, it, it's so over the top, you can't possibly take it seriously. That's that's what's so good. Home Alone 2, best one ever for me. You know, Home Alone 1, it it, it establishes the characters and Home Alone 2 just, just takes it home. And then that's how many Home Alones there have been. I refuse to acknowledge 3, 4, 5, whatever they've done. There's, there are two Home Alones, if you ask me. There's Home Alone 1, Home Alone 2. So, okay, we're doing a bit of Inception now. Why am I talking about that? Oh, yeah, extra large pizza just for you. So I came off stage. After the time theatre, there was a margarita pizza waiting for us, and about uh, six to eight cans of Corona. So that's so that's how my night. And then I think I got home. God, so f- I'm I'm doing this from home. I can't wait to get back on tour so I can actually bloody stop looking at the door to see if Sophie's upstairs having a wee while I, I spill all my horrible secrets. But I think I got back and I ordered a McDonald's. Sophie hates us ordering a McDonald's. She just goes, "It's vile. It's disgusting. It smells. You don't need to be eating a McDonald's. You're already overweight and all that." <laughs> <laughs> which is right I am honestly I'm like uh, I, I bent down the other day and I was like my heel hurts and I looked it up and it was like yeah you're just you're just fat you've just you've put a lot of Christmas weight on to the point where I like I don't know if I'm giving myself gout or what but I need to get back on it I need to so we're in dry January as well that's going for as long as it's going to go I'm not committing to the whole month or whatever I'm just going to do it as long as I can because I feel like I've been drinking for as long as I can <laughs> Since the time theatre. So yeah, so came back, ordered a McDonald's. And then Sophie, and then the next day, Sophie was taking Lily to a football. So then I had the whole morning. So I secretly ordered a McDonald's breakfast as well. You'll notice I'm saying that quiet as well. While Sophie's downstairs. She rules with a nine fist. She really does. You know what? I slag her off so much. I, I want to readdress the balance. Do you, do you, I was thinking the other day, like, what was the point when I realised that I wanted to marry Sophie? When I realised, like, obviously I, I'd already told her I loved her, but when it was when we were out in Newcastle, and it was a 
it was like a rare Friday, Saturday night off. It's, it's back when I was just doing comedy clubs every single week and Sophie just put up with it, bless her. So it's a rare Friday, Saturday night off. And we're in this little like speakeasy place in Newcastle. It was like a really cool new bar. You go downstairs. It makes it look like it was some 1930s or 1920s prohibition speakeasy thing. It was, it was great. It was like nice and sophisticated, you know. There was like a little uh, musician in, in the corner. It was all nice and quiet. But you can't have nice things, you know what I mean? You, you, nobody can ever have nice things. So there's uh, to contextualise this, this is right next to a place called The Gate in Newcastle, which is just your... In Manchester, I think you call it the print works. In Leeds, I think you call it... Is it the lights or highlight or something like that? You know what I'm talking about. It's like a, a nightclub shopping centre equivalent. I'll put money on that there's going to be a Tiger Tiger in there. Do you know what I mean? One of those horrible indoor bar players. Like, cool in the 90s, do you know what I mean? There's, there'll, there'll be a, a, a before it was renovated. There'll be a TGI Fridays. There'll be a, a oh god, what what are the places that you only ever a, a Chiquitos? Do you know what I mean? Like those type, which are all fine during the day. Obviously, I'm not slagging them off. You know what I mean? You go out with your family, have a nice time. Not slagging. I'm on about when that you go over like the seven o'clock period and just all the fucking wankers start coming out. Do you know what I mean? That that sort of place. What else do you get? Walkabout. That's another one. Oh, what's the, uh, is, there a, is it O'Neill's? No, it's not O'Neill's, is it? What am I thinking of? Waxy O'Connor's. Is that a one? Have I only ever seen that in Glasgow? No, Waxy O'Connor's got to be a, a chain, surely. Let's have a look. Waxy O'Connor's. Waxy O'Connor's. Yeah, do you know, I, yeah, it is. It's, oh, no, Glasgow. Have I just thought that that's uh, London and Glasgow's biggest and best Irish? There's only one in London and Glasgow. You're joking. Well, I'll be. All right, well, not Waxy O'Connor's then. Okay. Apologies to Mr. O'Connor. Sir Wax. Arise, Sir Wax. You you don't have to go with the Tiger Tiger lot. But you know what I mean, all that type of type of bollocks. That's, that's actually Google print, print works. Because I know I'm missing some out. Print works. A world of entertainment. Food and drink. My gym used to be at the print works when I lived in Manchester, actually. It's now a Nuffield, which is now... It was great because me, Jim, was a Virgin Active. So I would go to the Printworks. And then Virgin Active got bought out by Nuffield, which I ended up going to Nuffield when I moved to Manchester. Hard Rock Cafe. How could I leave out Hard Rock Cafe? Yeah, O'Neill's. O'Neill's. I was right with O'Neill's. Well, I heard O'Neill burden down. Well, I hope Neil Young will remember. You get the picture. I didn't need to go on that much about it. So the Newcastle equivalent is called The Gate. Me and Sophie are in this lovely little speakeasy place. And then this one guy just came in and he was just like, Way! He was with his mates just like, Way! And I was just like, oh, God. You know what I mean? You can't, you can't have anything nice, can you? He was, he was fine, I guess, but don't enter a place. Just, Way! I mean, fucking twat. But Sophie, you know, I'll just say twat because I'm not, I'm not very articulate. But Sophie just like summed it up in a perfect way. And this is when I knew... I loved her. I already knew I loved her, but this is when I knew I was going to marry her. It was like, she just went, oh, you seen him? I'll do her voice. <clears throat> oh, you seen him? You seen the clip of him? I was like, what do you mean? She was like, well, we're trying to have a nice time. Like, this isn't her voice, but this is the voice I do for Sophie. Trying to have a nice time, and then he's going to come in and ruin it. Just, oh, is this the gate? And if this isn't the gate, how can I make it like the gate? And that's a wonderful sentence. Is this the gate? And if it's not the gate, how can I make it like the gate? I know what I'll do. Way. And that was exactly, it was just spot on. 
So that was a... How did I get onto that? Oh, yeah, cheese board. So I was making Jalfrezi last night, and while Sophie was in the bath, I had, like, the remnants of the Christmas cheese. So I had, like, this lovely chutney, some crackers, and I had a bit of brie, a bit of goat's cheese, a bit of blue cheese. Come at us. Love cheese. Cheese! Dropped Lily off at nursery the day as well. I feel bad because... Normally, I can just get up and, and have a shower and, and I can give Lily the iPad now. She watches Peter Rabbit, Peppa Pig, or The Adventures of Paddington. The Anyone with kids, two and a half, tell you now, Adventures of Paddington, spot on. Okay, great. Paddington, ba-dum, ba-dum, Paddington, Paddington, ba Paddington. Great, love it. But I didn't get a chance. She was she was all over the place today. She, I, I, couldn't, I couldn't get her to wash her face. Well, she... She wanted to wash her face herself, which is really canny, but then obviously she, she misses loads of bits, so she kicks off. She's like, no, Daddy, I'm a big girl now. So I didn't get me shower. So I had to drop Lily off without having a shower. So my hair was all, like, greasy. You know, and you've just slept on it. It's all, like, sweaty and greasy in there. And I just, like, you know, the days of being 20-odd where you could get up and get away with that, kind of. I don't know what happens when you just go over 30 where as soon as you wake up, you fucking stink. Do you know what I mean? You just, you just get yourself in that shower. Oh, I thought I could just spray it. No, you hum. You are humming, my friend. Get yourself straight in the shower. Remember when you were like young? 20 odd and you could wake up and you could just kind of like flick your hair to the side. And you go, ah, that's it. I'll, that, that'll get us by until I need the shower. Can't do that now. This will look like a, look like a big pervert. You're flicking your hair to the side. That's the ultimate just like... Oh, yeah, that's going to take care of the fact that you haven't exercised for a month and you've been drinking about six to eight cans a night and you've been eating cheese boards as a starter for your Jalfrizzy. Yeah, you look like shit, you smell like shit, but now you've flicked your head to the side. So, yeah, you're, you're really making the effort there, Carl. Well done. And I came back and the neighbour across the street must be getting a tyre sorted because there was a Halfords guy there and he had the door open so I could have just made it through the little cul-de-sac but I didn't want to risk it, so I just had to wait there. But I, I had to wait there for him to close the door. And he kind of gave us a look. He was younger than me as well to go like, you can fucking get through. You know when somebody gives you a look, they go, you can get through there, man. The hell's the matter with you, man? You get a, get a bloody tank through there, can't you? Get a bloody bus through there, can't you? Yeah, I know, but like, I don't want to, all right? It's just Can we just close it? And then I've got a bit more room. But he gives a look. So I had to wave at him to go, look, I'm sorry, it's me. I'm not a good driver, etc., etc. But it reminded us of a, another time when we're living in uh, the terrace houses, we're living in flats, and there were people above us, and they were, we never got on with them. They were always dead noisy, do you know? You know, you're just like walking around, just going like, are they bowling upstairs? Is somebody actually 10-pin bowling? Is that what all the noise is? Are they having races back and forward across the, the room from each other? What, what? And then they constantly we used to knock down to us, when we lived downstairs, the telly's too loud. All that horrible shit, you know what I mean? And then got into an argument with the bins and everything. So we, for for about a year, didn't get on with the upstairs neighbours. And this is how you exact revenge, all right? Because one time, I remember, whoever lived upstairs, they were getting their tyres done from Halfords. There was a guy from Halfords in the street. And I'm downstairs, and I, I didn't have a car at the time, so he was like, um, oh, you don't mind for me vans? I was like, nah, I don't care at all, go for it, you know what I mean? It, all that stuff. I never want to get into an argument for when people park in front of your house. I hate it, but I'll never ever show it to people that I hate it because technically it's not, it's not your space, is it? 
it's the I hate people who get into that argument. Well, it's not it's it's not your space, is it? It's the public. Yeah, but why are you parking in front of the house? You you, you pillock. Do you know what I mean? So I don't want to get into that argument because it's an argument nobody can win because both sides both sides have a point. So anyway, Halfad's guys there, and then I'm making myself a cup of tea, coffee, and I notice the guys out there. And just and he's chatting to the upstairs neighbour that we didn't really get on with at all. So <laughs> this is such a passive aggressive thing to do. This was about five, six years ago. I just came out with a cup of tea and a Kit Kat for the guy. And <laughs> he was like, Oh, thanks very much, mate. I because it was a bit cold, it was like around about this time. I was like, Oh, no worries, no worries. Like I and then I just jokingly pointed at the neighbour that he didn't know that we don't get on. I just jokingly pointed at the neighbor and went, Well, he was never gonna bloody offer you one, was he? Yeah. And I just went back in and I knew that I just lived in his head. For the rest of the time that I was there, I was like, "I that's a, that's how you get revenge. You don't you don't just go out and seek revenge. You wait for a revenge to to approach you, and when the time is right, if the time is right, you exact it." So that was me morning. Oh, I've got a question for you. Actually, I haven't been plugging the email as much. Podcast at gmail.com. So Christmas Day, we were all having a nice time, opening presents. You know, would you like a glass of fizz, etc. And I just noticed we got like a text from a window cleaner the night before saying like, hi, we've, it's, a, it's an automated, automated text just going, would you, um, you know, we're, we're planning on cleaning your windows this week. Can you make sure we've got access to where we need to get access to? It's a, it's a, it's a monthly text you get. And I got it and I just disregarded it. I was like, oh, Christmas Eve, he's obviously just forgot to turn on. He was there Christmas day, first thing. It was about eight, nine in the morning and he's cleaning the whole street's windows. He's got his mate doing it as well well he's made he's got his his colleague doing it and I'll tell you half the street was in uproar and half the street was just I was on the, right okay so your window cleaner turns up you don't have to pay him right because it's a direct everything but your window cleaner turns up Christmas day are you angry mad indifferent I was indifferent I would like to know have you had a similar experience on Christmas day or or any other big occasion I guess you know I mean, you can't get bigger than Christmas Day, can you? It's, it, it'll be a joke. You know, I can't believe you turned up on Christmas Day. It's like, have you had some... Right, have you had something happen to you on Christmas Day, such as a window cleaner turning up? I mean, you've got to admire his work ethic, can't you? You can't You can't knock that. Fair play to him, do you know what I mean? But have a day off, you know? Do it the next day. But, you know, I, who am I to tell this guy how to run his business? He, he sent us a text, and the onus was on us to say yes or no, but yeah, I would like to know, what. where do you lie on that? I personally couldn't give a fuck because it's outside, isn't it? It's not. It would be different if it's like, you know, oh, hello, I'm here to fit the carpet on Christmas Day. The way I viewed it, it's outside. You know, if you don't want to look at them, close the blinds. Don't offer them a cup of tea. <laughs> if you want to spit at them from upstairs, feel free. <laughs> Now it's out. I, I just I, I looked at it. I was like, ah, he's outside. Who cares? But then I went on Facebook and I was like, oh right, okay. I some people don't have the same opinion as me. So I would like to know: Am I in the minority? I'm in the majority. What's your opinion? Window cleaner plus has something else happened to you? Christmas Day. Call Hutchinson Podcast at gmail.com. 
One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, "What the f- are you talking about you insane hollywood ass so to recap we're cutting the price of mint unlimited from 30 dollars a month to just 15 dollars a month give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch 45 dollars up front for three months plus taxes and fees promote for new customers for limited time unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows full terms at mintmobile.com i'm sandra and i'm just the professional your small business was looking for but you didn't hire me because you didn't use linkedin jobs linkedin has professionals you can't find anywhere else including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role like me in a given month over 70% of linkedin users don't visit other leading job sites so if you're not looking on linkedin you'll miss out on great candidates like sandra start hiring professionals like a professional post your free job on linkedin.com/people today so i lily's getting to the age now where you know, the soft play is not cutting it anymore. We're starting to go to the trampoline park a lot more. And when we are at the soft play, she's starting to look at the, the swimming as well. She's starting to look at the swimmers and she wants to go in and say hi. Because she used to do that when she was a baby. Used to take her in at Nuffield and there was like family swimming between 10 and 12. And it was great because it coincided with her naps. And then there was always the, there was always the old lady, old lady. The aqua aerobics, right? You shouldn't call it old lady. Um, <laughs> it's not very nice. Is it? Now I've had, I've went full circle. Well, actually, is it full circle or one eighty? I'll tell you, and then you can, you can tell me. I used to hate going when it was the the aqua aerobics because I would go swimming. This is before Lily was born, and you know you've got about thirty or forty people. Let's just say I'm not gonna say old lady. You've got thirty or forty people, just like go say they would all go around in the same circle. So it created this sort of like current, so this old lady current, and I used to have to like swim against it, and I used to hate. Honestly, I used to call him what I call him. It was horrible, horrible name. I'm not proud of it. I used to in my head. I used to call him Aquamaze. That's right. Oh, oh the Aquamaze, the Aquamaze. <laughs> and now I'm friends with them all because they're all coming. They all love looking at Lily. They all love waving at her. Lily. Love waving at them. It was great. So for the, you know, I used, used to hear it when I would always forget that they were on. And then uh, it's, it's amazing how life worked. Then I would end up bringing Lily, like planning it around when the aqua aerobics class was on. Cause I knew she got a lot out of it type thing. And then she, she grew out of swimming. She just started, she got wise. She became self-aware. She realized that if I took her swimming, she just got a snack afterwards. So then this is when she would do the baby sign language. Then she would always just make the sign for a snack 10 minutes into swimming. So it was pointless going. But now now the soft place is starting to look again. So I'm I'm thinking of like proper going to like, you know, like good places now with slides. Nothing mental like Wet and Wild. Have I told you about Wet and Wild before? Have I told you about... Right, Wet and Wild. Okay, let's look this up. Do you know what? Anytime you go to see Wet n' Wild in the Northeast, it's either, you always get told, oh, it's closed, oh, it's been closed. It's been closed for months. Wet n' Wild. I mean, it has been. It opens, I think it's it's seasonal. It's only open for like six months or something. Wet n' Wild, Newcastle. Permanently closed. Oh, wow, okay. Oh, well, that's that then. Why did Wet n' Wild close? 
we cannot sustain the level of financial losses that... Well, you know what? Clean up. Do you know when I went to Wet and Wild? The last time I went to Wet and Wild, I took me two little cousins. I'll tell you that whole backstory. Took me two little cousins around Easter time, and it was 10 in the morning, and I just saw just like a big bloke, big fat bloke in his shorts in the cafe bit. All he was wearing was his shorts, belly hanging over, just eating a burger. And I remember me little cousin just went like, Carl, Carl. Like they both from Manchester, they just went, Carl, what's he doing that for? <laughs> so he just, he just fancies a burger. I can't do the Manchester accent, but I've got, I've got family in Manchester. One of the funniest things I've ever heard said in a Mancunian accent. I went round to me auntie and uncle's house, auntie Ali, uncle Jason. They've got, they've got Nathan who listens to the podcast. Hello, Nathan. Had a lovely time over Christmas, by the way. And we've got Ellie as well. Ellie's 21 now, so she's cut off. Cut off with Christmas. I got told by me auntie Ali, don't be giving any presents. Don't be giving any money. She's 21. She's fucking cut off. So she was. It was great. I ceremoniously give Nathan his Christmas money while simultaneously flicking the V's at Ellie when they came round on Boxing Day or whatever it was. But yeah, so Jason gets back from work once and um, I think, and, and, Ali get, and Ali gets back and I think it was Ali who was making the tea. She was like, she was just putting pizzas in, you know, the frozen ones from Pizza Express. And I'm there with Ellie and Nathan and I just heard Ali just go, uh, uh, Jason, what pizza do you want tonight? And he said what I'm about to say, but he said it in a Mancunian accent. He said Sloppy Giuseppe, which in a Mancunian accent is bloody hilarious. So he was like, uh, Jason, what pizza do you want? Sloppy Giuseppe. I'll have a Sloppy Giuseppe, please. <laughs> a Sloppy Giuseppe, a Sloppy Giuseppe, a Sloppy Giuseppe tonight. A Sloppy Giuseppe, a Sloppy Giuseppe, a Sloppy Giuseppe, all right. <laughs> bang on. I think you'll find that Mancunian accent is bang on. And then I took... Um, Ellie and Nathan to Nando's and asked them what they wanted for their dessert. And they, and they went, uh, what was it again? It was a, uh, a chili belly. <laughs> so now, so now, my, I'll have a chili belly. You want a chili belly? I'll have a chili belly. Is it chili belly or chili belly? Doesn't matter. You know what I'm, you know what I'm getting at. So now every time they go over it, now the, the, the rule is all they ever have for their tea is a slop of Giuseppe. And for dessert, they have a chilla belle. <laughs> right, why am I talking about that? Okay, think, Carl, think. Oh, yeah, wet and wild. Okay. Does this story have an end? I don't know. Doesn't matter. Who cares? Let's crack on. So it was Easter a couple of years ago. It must have been just before, I want to say, yeah, it's got to be just before the lockdown. God, I say a couple of years ago now. That's 2019, isn't it? It must have been Easter 2019. And... We went to South Shields, went to um, the the seafront. Do you know, it's a big old, big old thing. Good Friday. Yeah, that's what it was. It was Good Friday down by the seafront. We're there with Ellie and Nathan and, and Ali's up from Manchester. Uh, Jason's there. With, uh, he's having his sloppy Giuseppe. And we're all playing crazy golf, mini golf, all that. Sophie's there. My mum and dad are there. It was great. And because it's Shields, because like, you know, it, it's it's Jaran Shields, everyone just bumps into each other. So you're seeing loads of people that you've never seen for a while. I'm living in Newcastle at the moment, so you you know, you're bumping in. And then me, I think we're all going to meet Auntie Bernie's for for Sunday dinner. Or she's like, oh, come round, I'm making Sunday dinner, you can all have some. So I think me, Sophie, Ellie and Nathan went round. And Ali did as well. I think my mum and dad went home. They had to get home for the dog or something, for Duke. I'm just setting the scene here, right? So this is... This is Good Friday. 
And yeah, so this is Good Friday. We'll go around to me, Auntie Bernie. So we've been on the drink like all day. So we turned, we went down to the grotto, went down that mad lift. It's either the mad lift or the mad stairs. And she did the grotto during the day. So we turn up and me, Auntie Bernie's all like full of drink. Auntie Bernie's just great as well. Absolutely great. She's just there. Uncle Mick, uh, Auntie Bernie, Uncle Mick, we're just having food. It's, it's me dad's sister. We're just having food, having drinks. They're just just plying with with drink all night. They were drinking these uh, these gluten free peronis, which were like, oh yeah, it's great because they don't give you a hangover. And I was like, all right, fantastic. Well, what what I forgot is that I've had about twenty beers that aren't gluten free beforehand, so you do feel like shite anyway. But you know, it's it's it, it's good to top yourself up on that. And then we all started partaking in in another. We started having a, a bit of a smoke of the old. They were, why am I saying like an old man? We started we smoking a bit of weed, right? So it's the end of the end of the night. And you know, anyone who's ever had weed after you've had a good day on the drink, you know it's it's the equivalent of just pressing like control alt delete on yourself. You just go into this numbed state. So I think me Uncle Mike me so I think me Uncle Mick had to just put us to bed. So I'm I'm passed out at about two in the morning and then I swear to god it was about half eight and I just heard and I was like, Oh god. Oh, wait a second, I don't live here. That's good. Sophie's going like, what's that? What's that? I was like, oh, don't worry, we don't live here. It's not for us. Ellie and Nathan had turned up. So they'd they'd got a taxi back, you know, before that I, before I passed out, obviously, because they weren't up till two in the morning. And they were there. Uh, Auntie Ali was there as well. And the all Auntie Ali was driving. And Ellie and Nathan had the swimming kits. And, and while I was drunk and or stoned, or a mixture of both or whatever, at some point through the course of last night, I'd promised to take Ellie and Nathan to Wet and Wild. And I was like, oh, for fuck's sake. Like, I can't tell you. It was one of the worst hangovers I've ever felt. And I was just like, oh, man. And I was like, and Ali was like, and I've brought your swimming kit. So, you know, don't be thinking you're getting out of it. So, so Sophie was like, what are you doing, Carl? And I was like, I was getting up. And I was like, it looks like I'm going to Wet and Wild, doesn't it? You can't, you can't make a promise to kids and not, and not see it through. So I got up. Um, didn't wash my hair, I just flicked my hair to the side, you know, that'll do. I figure I'm going into wet and wild, do you know what I mean? I'm going to make it manky. I'll make it wet, wet and manky. That's what I'll make it. I'll, my shower will be wet and wild. And that's why it's permanently closed. <laughs> so we got up and we, it must have been a bit later because I remember we drove to McDonald's first. I was going to have a McDonald's, I was like a McDonald's breakfast, a cup of coffee, that'll sort myself out. It was back when they didn't serve it until, back when the, the cutoff was half ten. So I remember, so Ali dropped dropped one McDonald's the drive through and was like, it was 10.35, and I was like, oh. Because in my head, I was like, sausage, double sausage and egg McMuffin meal, extra hash brown cup of coffee, that'll sort us out. I'm sorry, it's 10.35. Big Mac meal with full fat Coke, please, and a supplementary double cheeseburger. I'll tell you what, anyone who needs a good cure for a hangover, you need a Big Mac meal, a double cheeseburger, and one go on the wet and wild kamikaze that is the best way to cure the first i was like the first ride we're going to do is a kamikaze we need to get the biggest thing done get it under our belt we need to see that man eating a burger (laughs) all that it was good it was you know what it was a once a hangover had passed about midday it turned out to be a fun day so it's it's sad to see that that's permanently closed i don't know what the the story is behind that but I, i can't assume that's anything positive so it got to about 4 30 
Ali's picking her up and she was like, I'll drop you back off at the house. Sophie has, this is how hungover we were. Sophie has slept the entire day, right? The entire time I've been at Wet n Wild, Sophie's just slept, right? And I remember, and we went to KFC on the way back. So all I've got in my stomach is a McDonald's, a KFC and a hangover and a couple of trips on the kamikaze. I remember braying on the door because Sophie was still asleep. And she she opened the door finally. She was like, what? What what the hell's wrong here making all that noise? And I was like, oh, I'm sorry, Sophie. Do you not feel very well? She was like, no. I was like, you feel feel really bad, really hungover? She was like, yes, Carl, you know I do, you know. I went, Sophie, I feel the exact same way as you, but I've been to fucking wet and wild, so can you not shout at us, please? (laughs) What a sentence. I feel feel as shite as you, but I've had all day in wet and wild. (laughs) Yeah, that day was oh god, that was a sad day. McDonald's, KFC. You know, you sound you know when you're young, you go, oh, that sounds fantastic. But when you're an adult, it's just that's sad. It's sad. Tell you what, I've never had since I was a kid. Wimpy. I always walk past it in like mad places. You know, like where was the last time I saw a Wimpy? Uh, Clacton, Clacton on Sea. I don't. Is that too far from Brighton? I'm not too sure. No, it's because in the calendar I had Brighton and Clacton back to back one time. So Clacton on season last time I saw Wimby. Didn't go in. You never do. You just it's just sad. It's just sad looking at it. You just go, oh, I remember. You know, when you were a kid, that was the correct as if I'm wrong, that was the third brand burgers and chips place. McDonald's, Burger King, Wimby. That was your your bit your your trio, your Bermuda Triangle, right? But now you've seen a Wimby menu now. It's just you know, like bacon and eggs and shepherd's pie. It's just I just thought it's like they the literally just went just just whatever we need to do to keep the lights on, you know. What do you? Yeah, we do burgers and chips, but what do you want? Do you want a, a beef stroganoff? I will fucking make that as well. We'll 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 make it. Just sit down, just sit down, come in, stay, and we'll make it. That should be Wimpy's <laughs> Wimpy slogan. What do you fancy? We'll make it. Am I speaking out of class? Am I am I writing checks at my mouth con cash? Is Wimpy good? Is it bad? I don't know. Let us know. Carl Hutchinson podcast at gmail.com. That'd be really disappointing, wouldn't it, if you got all the way you got all the way to Wet and Wild and you found out it was closed. That's that's that stuff used to happen, you know, before people had phones. Again, sound like a granddad before. Before people had phones and that, you know, you just you just get there and it was closed. The, the, some of the disappointments you felt as a kid, honestly. I'll tell you one disappointment wait wait that you feel as a kid, particularly when you're at secondary school. You don't feel like you're looking forward to PE. Like, I was one of the kids. I look forward to PE. Especially, I think it was trampolining when this happened. I love trampolining so much. I'm buzzing that I get to take Lily trampolining now. I just, you know, I just put her in the little pen bit. Throw her in the foam bit and just, I can have a little play myself. You know, it's great. She can't get anywhere. You know what I mean? They've got no upper body strength. (laughs) But do you ever recall the disappointment you felt when it was PE, but then your PE teacher was off? So, like, the geography teacher had to... Had to take the PE lesson, but you did. You you knew that it wasn't going to be PE because it was happening in a spare English class. Like is that, is that not just the absolute pits? You just go like, oh, what, what the jo- the geography teacher is so fucking lazy, is he that he can't even, he can't even take away in the sports hall and just let we kick a ball about. Just let we do. No, you've got to go do PE in a classroom. It was the pits, man. I remember, I still remember. I was, I was year seven, Saint Wilfrid's. This happened in Miss Johnson's old English class. So this is in D block. And it was Mr. Quinn. And he took her 
and it was a nothing against Mr. Quinn. Do you know? I'm, I'm not throwing him under the bus here, right? He's, he, he, I believe he was a deputy head. No, he, he wasn't. He wasn't lazy. He, he was a busy man. But I remember the PE lesson. It went from football, a trampoline, or whatever, to you've just got to write about your favorite sports star, like who is your who is your sports idol or something, and that was the hour. And so everyone had to write something. And it was just all, everyone's, everyone's was Alan Shearer. Of course it was. Everyone's was Alan Shearer. Sir, mine's Alan Shearer. Why? Because he's good. He is. Yeah, right. Well done. Do you know what I mean? Ah. But even then, I remember I, I wasn't a big football fan at the time. I wasn't like big into me football when I was a kid. And nor am I now, really. Do you know, I watch it if it's on, but you know, I'm not, not massively, not massively arsed either way. So I thought I'll write about wrestling. I thought I'll write about Stone Cold Steve Austin. And this is how, this is so dorky, right? But this was the advent of of the internet, of like every home. Every home had the internet in 1998. Everyone had that big desktop computer that like took up about half the fucking living room downstairs. And everyone had dial-up that was a penny a minute, free after six o'clock, all this. So I used to go on the websites and I used to find like wrestlers' real names. And like, well, you know what I mean? So like, uh, what was the ones? I remember Badass Billy Gunn. His real name was Monty Sop. And I was like, eh. Like, or Kane was Glenn Jacobs, which everybody knows now, you know. But at the time, he's just like, what? He's not actually called that. What? Bradshaw's actually called John Bradshaw. Like, what? Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, John Layfield. What? Eh? And I remember finding out Stone Cold Steve Austin's real name was Steve Williams. So... I wrote mine down as like, who's your favorite sports? And I was like, Steve Williams. And then I just, and they were like, why? I was like, because he's good. Because he, he he stuns Bret Hart. And, uh, he, and you know, he, just, he doesn't take it. And then I remember like the whole class were like going, it's Stone Cold Steve Austin. It's Stone Cold Steve. And I was just sat there just like a fucking twat. Just going, I think you'll find it's Steve Williams. <laughs> God, what a dorky thing to do. Well, that'll about do it. You've been, <laughs> I was about to say you've been great. <laughs> Fucking hell. <laughs> Sorry, I made myself that. I've just went into stand-up comedy autopilot there. Ah, you've been great. I'm literally looking at me fucking wall in the spare room. <laughs> like Andy Kaufman, just like, hey, you've been great. What a great audience. Thanks very much, everyone. Hope you've enjoyed listening to this as much as I've been doing it. I'll see you again next week. Have a good one. Thanks very much. Goodbye. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.